0: You're listening to Rambling with Ryu, hosted by Bean, the co-founder of Ryu Paralysis Recovery Center living with a T10 spinal cord injury, and Nancy, a professional kinesiologist specializing in pediatric and adult neurorehabilitation. Welcome to our activity-based therapy series, where we talk to leading clinicians, researchers, and those with lived experience as we explore the realm of neurorecovery. On this podcast, we educate on the lesser-known topics and give practical tips and tricks to help elevate your practice. Today, Nancy and I are going to be talking about goals for a activity-based training program and for neuro recovery. What are goals? Why do we need them? And
1: why do we have them? Yeah, it's a great way to kick off that podcast. I think goals are a very useful tool to have that give us direction as to where we want to go and help us understand you as the individual and we can help shape your program to best suit what motivates you and what drives you and can keep you going in the positive direction and really get you excited and inspired to do more and be more. Yeah, and we start this conversation pretty much at the initial assessment, right, Nancy? Yeah, yeah. We talk through what we consider short-term goals. That's anything kind of six months and under. And then we talk about your long-term goals. What do you going to get in six months to a year down the road Um, because we do constant re-evaluations we're always changing our goals and as we smash and crush those goals we keep progressing and moving on so the goals really are a good motivating tool to see the progress and to look back and reflect on the hard work paying off as you're going through your programming.
0: Yeah I think you touched on something really important there about your goals changing and like when you're on this journey of recovery. And I'll just speak for myself from my experience of my journey of recovery. My goals have definitely changed a lot over the last nine and a half years. And one of my big goals has always been to walk. And I feel like that's a big goal for a lot of people as well. But that's not the end all be all and Throughout the last nine years, it's definitely changed from just being able to bend my left knee on my own or reduce my spasticity or work on bowel and bladder or core, you know, straightening out any asymmetries that you have. I think goals, like, like Nazi said, like they change, they're fluid. They're really, really important for sure.
1: And it sounds like you've really embraced the small victories and the small goals that you've achieved that you maybe didn't even know were goals until you actually achieved it. And you're like, wow, I did that.
0: Yeah. And that's such a good feeling, right? When you don't even recognize that you've done something that you didn't think you could do before. It makes you feel really good and it keeps you motivated to keep moving forward. And that's one of the big reasons why we have our client achievement board is to help recognize those small victories and then share them with everybody.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that brings me to a point where you're going to have your own goals. And then us as trainers and as specialists, we actually have our own set of goals for you as well. Our goals probably look a little bit smaller and a little bit more technical in terms of we want you to connect to your left obliques. So those are your left abs, or we want you to connect to your left hip flexor. So ours are more of that super specific, more measurable. So this is where we're talking about the SMART goals. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. So what that means is we're going to break it down so we can actually say, check off, we've did this, we've achieved this. And- make it something where you can just see it tangibly, especially in the field of neuro recovery. It's it's often hard to measure the progress. So we like to break it down into ways that we know we can measure progress. So the goals of we've moved our left foot against gravity five times, that could be a specific goal, or we stood for 30 minutes without butt support, that could be another great goal, right? So there's different goals along the way that the trainers will have, whereas your goals might be a little bit different, right? They could be independent transfer which is still a fantastic goal and it's still a smart goal. So it's very relevant to you and that's where the R has changed over time from realistic to relevant. We really don't like the word realistic because what is realistic? How do we know what is realistic? But whereas relevant it's personal, it's meaningful, it's all about you as the person which every goal should be. The goal should surround you as the person of what you want to achieve, right? Whether or not it's realistic is irrelevant, right? If it's relevant to you and you want to do it, let's get after it, let's go get it, right? And as trainers, we're really just here to guide you a little bit in terms of we generally know the direction of recovery goes, but we don't know necessarily the time frame for it, but we can definitely help guide The process of, you know what, let's try for this. Let's try for that based on what we're currently seeing. And then we adjust the goals as we need to, and as you progress to your recovery. And that's where he's being mentioned earlier that the goals are fluid and changing, right? We're going to pick some small goals initially and probably blow them out of the water right away, which is amazing. And it gets everybody fired up and excited and really kickstarts that journey that you're on. And then we strive for the next goal and the next goal and the next goal. And we really try and make goals that we know you're going to achieve just because that we know in itself is motivating. If you're trucking after a really long goal, let's say walking is your only goal. Well, that's going to be a longer process, right? And then, you know, if you have no goals in between from not walking to walking, how are you going to keep your motivation going? And that's where that goal comes in of let's make it specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. And that time piece is important too. Because we know if you're going after a goal that's been set out for too long, your motivation is going to wane, right? So... The small goals in between are really important to celebrate the little things as you go along. And some people call them inch stones or milestones. They're all super important that as you get these things, it's one step closer to your bigger goal. So I think that's important that that you recognize that your trainer has these other goals that are going to help you get to your goals as well. So everybody's got those goals lined up and we're really working towards everybody's goal, but you're definitely at the center of it.
0: Yeah, and I definitely want to touch on what um, you just said there, Nancy, about that goal of walking, right? And I think this is something important that we should talk about because it is a lot of people's big goal, especially right after you've had your spinal cord injury or whatever kind of acquired injury. It's a big milestone. And for myself as well, like I said, that is still one of my goals and it will always be one of my goals. But one way that it was broken down to me early on in my journey of recovery was, okay, you want to walk. So let's take the act of walking and break it down into the motions that you need and the coordinations that you need. And let's set those as your goals, right? So crawling, hip flexion, turning your quad on and turning your hamstring off at the same time or vice versa is really, really difficult, right? So all of these things that it takes to actually walk, you have to reach those ones first. And when it was broken down to me in that way, I understood it a lot better. And you definitely do feel more successful when you're like, Oh my goodness, I did just hip flex with my left leg for the first time where, you know, I put that coordination together and I've put my foot down properly. It's really important to kind of break those big goals down so that you can have those small attainable ones.
1: Yeah. And then again, just just celebrate when you do achieve your goals, right? And to then set new goals. Once you've achieved one goal, it doesn't stop there. That's your opportunity to say, hey, I got here and, you know, we did it in this amount of time. Let's set another one and another one and another one. And then it just keeps going and going in that snowball effect of that motivation and that progress.
0: Yeah. I want to share a story about one of our clients here. I won't mention names, but one of her goals was to put her hair in a ponytail and uh, she just didn't have the finger dexterity or the motor control to do it. But, you know, we worked with her and she was finally able to put her hair in a ponytail. And that day when she did it, I remember everybody being so excited and so happy. And then Nancy, you were like, okay, well now we're going to learn how to French braid your hair. And her face was like, wait, what? what, I just made this goal and now you already have a harder one for me?
1: Yeah, well, and that's the beauty of it. We're going to keep pushing you to where we know you can go, right? So, you know, always strive for more and just throw out those crazy goals because those crazy goals, those are the ones that are going to blow you out of the water when you actually get them. And I, and it's not even really crazy. It's just, you know, we believe so much in our clients that we know you can get there. We know you can do these things and we are your biggest cheerleaders and biggest support team for whatever goals you have. Yeah,
0: talking about potential is huge. And we have talked about this on a number of our other episodes as well as that potential versus limitation, right? Where in Ryu, we refuse to talk about limitations and we refuse to look at them. We only see potential in people. And uh, there's a lot of limiting beliefs that people have. And then they kind of put that on their clients or on the person that they're working with kind of diminishing what that person is actually capable of but when you really reach for the stars like Nancy said like you have permission to dream big get those big goals out of your mouth write them down because unless you do that you're never going to get there and we'll do whatever we can to help support you and give you the supports and tools necessary to really get that goal
1: yeah and one thing I mean I know I hear a lot of people say, well, is that realistic? And that's why I really wanted to say in the beginning that the R in SMART goals doesn't stand for realistic. It's relevant. If you want to strive for that, if you want to achieve that, then it's relevant. And yes, let's go for it. It's not a question of, is it realistic? And I think that's something for a lot of people to wrap their minds around is, oh, well, I don't know if I can do that. Well, does it matter if you don't know if you can do it or does it matter if you want to be able to do it? Right. So that's the big twist is if you want to try for it, let's go. And I mean, the only thing that we guarantee is an increase in quality of life. But we know and we have seen that neuroplasticity and neuro recovery is very real. And if we have the right supports in place, we're going to see progress, what that progress looks like and what that full potential is we have no idea but the cool thing is people defy the odds every single day coming through our doors and doing things that nobody ever thought they'd be able to do. So, we fully believe that if you want to try for it and you want to go for it, then let's do it. Let's jump in 110% and see where we land.
0: Yeah, people say to me all the time like do you think I'll be able to do this? And my response is always no matter what they're asking me about is like it doesn't matter what I believe If you believe you can, you will. If you believe you can't, you won't. And it's as simple as that. You have to believe that you can do this, whatever that goal is, right? I mean, I'm sure Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, you know, had the goal to one time go in space and I'm sure people laughed at them, but look at them now, right? So like if they can reach those goals, we have to be able to set ours really high too and believe in ourselves that we're able to get it.
1: Yeah. And that being said, it's not going to be a smooth journey through all those goals, right? You have to expect some setbacks and some hiccups and some bumps along the way. But in that process, you just readjust your goals, right? Your goals are going to change, and they're not always going to change in the consistent, positive, upward direction. They can shift, they can regress. Just as we know, life throws you curveballs, and that's okay. Just recognizing that, you know what, now's the time where I have to readjust my goals, and then we're going to come back to this other goal that we're working so hard for. And right now, it might just be getting pain-free. It might be becoming healthier. It might be losing weight. It might be just... Focusing on maybe your hands instead, your legs, right? Whatever the hiccups are, there's always going to be another goal that you can shift and switch directions to keep progressing, right? In the forwards direction. So I think that's an important thing to understand as well. Yeah, definitely.
0: There's, like you said, Nancy, there's lots of things that come into your life, the adversities that life is all about. And as somebody with a spinal cord injury, like one of the things that really makes us go backwards is pressure sores and or having some sort of injury where you're not able to work out the way you did before and so you have to rest and let it heal but in that time you also do lose some function and mobility or muscle mass or whatever it is and this is a conversation I do have often with our clients because unfortunately adversity is going to come for all of us, right? Life happens to everybody. And like Nancy said, sometimes if there's positive changes and sometimes we regress a little bit with our recovery, but no matter what happens, you just have to keep going forward. Even if you take, you know, two steps forward, one step backwards, you still got to keep going forward and having goals is a really good motivator to make sure you do keep going forward. I know when I was in the height of my depression, I didn't have any goals. I didn't want to think about that. I didn't want to talk about it. And it really held me back because I wasn't looking forward to anything. I kept thinking about all the stuff I lost and everything that I didn't have. But when I started learning about activity-based training and was now like in the thick of things, Having those goals, even after you've regressed, really does keep you motivated and keeps you focused on the things that you're supposed to do or that you should do in this journey of recovery. I know, Nancy, you've helped me set different goals when my adversities have come into my life. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I mean I think it's important to to write down the goals you've achieved along the way, right? To write down all the milestones, have a book of your goals and write down the day that you achieve it. And that can really help you in those down times as well, right? But like Bean says, to have the team around you to pick you up when and, and write your goals and not discount your goals. I think that's something that sometimes unintentionally can happen from trainers and specialists, is they might just not address your goal and give you a goal. So I think it's really important to from the special side and trainer side to listen to your clients when they're telling you their goals to address those goals, get it excited about those goals. You can break them down into smaller goals, but don't forget to leave that goal in there as one of the big things you're working towards, right? So if your goal is to transfer onto couch, we might break it down into one month. You're going to sliding board transfer by yourself to uh, a bed of the same height as your chair. And then in two months, you can change that goal to now you're going to do it without a sliding board, right? If you think about the surface of a couch, most of them are a little bit softer, right? And then you can transfer in three months onto a couch, right? And then it's getting back from the couch to your chair. So breaking it down, but not discounting the goals. Because if you go and just be like, oh, we're going to sliding board transfer. And they're like, well, what about my goal of getting onto the couch? You didn't address that. So I think that's important to not dismiss or discount the goals, but to address it and be like, well, here's the steps of how we're going to get there. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. It's kind of like how Bean was saying, breaking down that goal of walking into the smaller components. That's a lot of time what your trainer specialist is going to be doing. But to really say it from the standpoint of, okay, here's your goal. And here's how we get there and breaking it down that way.
0: Yeah, I second that, Nancy. I think that's really important because it gives you validity and it makes you feel like, oh, I'm not crazy for thinking that, right? Like, you think I can actually do this goal? For example, taking my shoes off without using my hands, okay? (laughs) That was a goal that I had because I wanted to be able to control my legs and my feet and be able to take my shoes off. But had somebody told me, like, no, you're never going to be able to do that, like, that's not a good goal then you just feel kind of deflated and like, okay, well, if I can't do that, then why should I bother trying something else? And as a specialist, like having somebody in that quote unquote expert role, when they support you and they say, wow, like that's a really good goal. Let's talk about how we're going to get there. It makes you as the client be like, okay, wow. Like, this is something that I can do. And you actually do value what I'm saying. And I think that's really, really important in that relationship of trainer and client to have that trust there.
1: Yeah. And then on the flip side, there are some clients and people who come in with no goals, and they say, well, what do you think? So they leave that all in our court as trainers and specialists. And that's an interesting side of things, because then they're really looking to you to tell them what they're able to do so I mean personally I like to still spin it around and be like well what about this and what about that and how is this in your life and what would you like to be made easier right so I never take and put words in their mouth for a journey that they are in control of and in charge of so that's an interesting one where some people just be like oh well we're going to do this 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 and this I still turn around and I, in turn, just ask you questions about what's important to you to find out what's going to motivate you. Because if, you know, let's say I find out you have three cats and a dog and you currently can't walk your dog and struggle to feed your cats. Well, there's some goals right there because you love your cats and your dogs and we're going to work on that. So think about the things in life that, you know, maybe you currently struggle with that you'd like to be a little bit easier. That's an easy place to start And then, you know, as we get to know you and as we start training, you might get excited and inspired and be like, hey, I saw this the other day and I really want to try that. Or I talked with this client and they're working on this and I want to try that too. So I think that's a place where it's a relationship that helps grow into the goals. So you don't need goals necessarily on day one to be super hard and stone set. And that's where we're going to stay. Like we mentioned, they always change and they grow with you as you grow. So Don't worry about not having the goals right on day one. They're going to come and they're going to change. And, you know, that's part of the whole process and part of the journey. Yep,
0: exactly. And having goals is what's going to keep you, like I said before, moving forward and going for that next step. And I think just getting to our center is a big step for a lot of people. And I think when we talk about goals, sometimes there's that pressure of, am I going to say the right thing? And are you going to actually listen to me? Am I saying the right thing? And there's a lot of people who don't know what their goals should be. And I'm one of those people too, like overcomplicate things. You complicate your own thought process. And so sometimes it is nice to have those questions thrown back at you. Like Nancy said about like, well, what are you trying to do? Like, what do you want to do to make your life easier? And for a lot of people, honestly, it's like increasing your core control, right? Or breathing. And when you have a stronger core, it makes
1: literally everything easier. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's kind of all that I want to say on this topic of goals. Goals are super important. But, Bean, do you have any advice for people who are maybe newly injured that are just starting out their journey with respect to goals? Yeah, for sure. Like you said, write them down.
0: No matter how big you think they are or how out of reach they are for you, write them down. One of my big goals is to be the first paraplegic in space. People laugh at me when I say that but it is one of my goals. And is it like out of this world? (laughs) Yes, it is out of this world, but I'm going to do it. And I want to be there. And so if you're new on your injury journey, write down every goal you have and know that it has meaning and it has weight. And just because other people might think it's ridiculous or it's out of reach or something, it doesn't mean that it is for you. And like Nancy said, these goals are going to change and flow. And As you go on in your journey, it's nice to be able to look back and be like, oh, look what I wrote as my goals and look where I am 10 years later. I've accomplished this. I've accomplished this. I'm still working on that. Oh, that's not even relevant to my life anymore, but write everything down and still keep dreaming big. There's no reason you can't dream big. We're in the future right now, and uh, there's no reason for us to stay small.
1: Very well said. I love that.
0: Thanks. So I guess that's all we have for this episode on goals and neuro recovery. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. As always, we would greatly appreciate if you could subscribe, leave us a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts as this helps us increase our reach. And stay tuned for another episode coming at you in two weeks.